How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me is the award-winning Leonard. Right, Leonard? Yes. Just uh, recently, at the time of this recording, uh, I won three awards in the Ohio uh, Associated Press uh, Editors uh, Awards. Uh, one was a first place, which is the first time I ever got first place. It was for explanatory reporting. Uh, which is basically what we would call on YouTube a deep dive. So it was a story that was a deep dive into cuts that a uh, local school board was going to be having uh, due to uh, some loss of tax revenue. And then also won uh, third place in uh, public service about uh, a family who needed a wheelchair accessible van for their one daughter. And the first story I did helped them to get that. And then I won third place for a story on conditions inside the local county jail uh, that was in uh, enterprise uh, reporting. Uh, so, uh, and then those wins helped uh, my paper, which as I've talked about is basically just me, win third place in general excellence for our division. Uh, but there were a few other people involved who got some awards as well and that all helped. And, and it was just a, a surprisingly good year for us and good year for me. So it's always nice to be recognized. Well, that's awesome, man. Congrats. Thank you. Um, and this week, we are going to tackle a topic that was Leonard's idea. And that is songs about wrestlers. Now, we're not going to be tackling themes, not entrance themes, literally songs that were written and recorded by regular music groups about either wrestling or wrestlers in particular. And, you know, if we were to tackle you know, just the WWE music library is much larger than many we might think it is. They have like, I was looking just before we got on here, they have like 47 volumes of, of music wow. throughout the years. They're doing now like a, a series called Uncaged, which I guess is just basically them releasing the, the themes digitally. I think they're up to 15 there. They have a hand, like half a dozen, I think, uh, are like talent albums like Elias and Jillian Hall did. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, they also have soundtracks to the movies that they brought out. So, but we're not going to talk about that today. We no. are, we're going to talk about some, some bands today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I gotta be honest, Leonard, the first time you suggested this topic in my head, I was like, ah, you know, is there enough there? I was like, how's this session going to go? Cause like, obviously to the people listening or watching out there, um hopefully listening we're still ironing out the podcast part of this but uh it will be up and running at a regular basis soon um but yes you won't be able to hear the songs we're discussing but obviously we will talk about the bands and uh what we think of the songs and you know what i by the time everybody is listening or watching this there will be playlists uh on spotify because i've created one playlist already and uh, by the time this is out, I'll, I'll have created a playlist of the songs that we're going to discuss. So, yes, you won't be able to hear any of the songs we're talking about. But I, you know, I was initially, but I was skeptical about the idea. But the more I got into it, the more fun I had because yeah. some of these, some of these songs are are just crazy. And uh, but they're all fun to listen to and just to kind of discover the love of wrestling that some of these bands have was interesting to me. So. Leonard, why don't you uh, get us started? Yeah, you know, as a wrestling fan, when wrestling pops up in pop culture, whether it's a movie or a TV show, you always kind of perk up 
And the same thing with, I think, with songs. And I think if any of these songs have something in common, it's that all these artists like like wrestling, like certain wrestlers, and they want to share that in, in their music. So the first song about wrestling I can ever remember hearing is probably one of the earliest uh, done. And that was uh, The Crusher by the Novas from 1964. And growing up as a kid, I was a huge fan of Dr. Demento which for people who don't know, that was a syndicated radio show and it's still around, it's online now. Uh, it was uh, two hours of novelty songs. This is where Weird Al got to start. And um, occasionally he would play songs like that were all themed, you know, in a row. And I remember Pencil Neck Geek by Freddie Blassie uh, <laughs> and, and this song, uh, The Crusher by the Novas. And I always thought it was The Crusher singing or more so screaming on this track but it was actually the lead singer of the novas bob nolan doing a crusher impression apparently and it's him screaming raid do the the hammerlock you turkey next do the eye gouge you turkey next you know that, that was the thing about songs in the mid 60s was they all had to have a dance like the twist and the locomotion so this is the crusher dance and it has that kind of crunchy garage band sound to it. Uh, but at the same time, like it's almost the, the, the vocals is like a pre-punk, pre-heavy metal kind of thing with the screaming. And actually the Cramps, which is a punk group, did a cover of this. And I did find that the Ramones have a song called The Crusher, but it's not the same song. It's not a cover. It's a different song, but also called The, the Crusher. Uh, so that is one of my earliest memories. And I don't know, was, was that a song that you were familiar with before? I don't know if you're a Dr. Demento fan or what? Well, I certainly, I know who that is, but, um, I know I was not familiar with the song before. And, uh, yeah, the, the list that I had found before, you know, before you sent me your list was listed the cramps cover version on theirs. And as you, as you said, the Novas did it originally, it was a 1964, I believe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when you talk about the word crusher, obviously that's something that you'll see in a lot of metal bands, uh, either songs or albums. Amona Marth has an album called The Crusher, not about the crusher, the wrestler. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a general term, but obviously in this case, it was about the wrestler. And the, the version that you sent, Leonard, I swear it sounded like the Bushwhackers doing like the hay thing, you know, in the middle of the song. <laughs> But that's not that's not what it was. But yeah, it was it was a good little song for what it was. Yeah. Oh, and we should mention, you know, some people watching may not know who the Crusher was. He was a stalwart of the AWA. Um, I, I found out he wrestled from 1949 to 1989, almost purely in the AWA. And he was this beer drinking badass before Steve Austin. And his nickname was the wrestler that made Milwaukee famous, which I thought was funny. So but I wasn't familiar with the Crusher, but I know him through this song. And another song that I remember from Dr. Demento was Captain Lou by NRBQ, which is from 1986. And the, Captain Lou was actually the manager of this group, I found out when I was doing research. And that he he's on this track it's basically how much they love captain lou and how awesome captain lou is and lou can be heard in the background like ranting and raving and it's fun and it, you know this song it comes out in 86 but to me it sounds about five years earlier it sounds like 
kind of what like the knack was doing in the late late 70s and some yeah. of those like three new wave groups so it sounds right. older than it is um and two what i was thinking about here so we're talking music and wrestling is how different would pro wrestling be if it wasn't for captain lou albano having the cindy lopper having liked captain lou put captain lou in her music video that connects vince to captain lou to cindy lopper to mtv to the war to sell the score which gets us to wrestlemania right so it's unique to think that pro wrestling where we're at today and the 80s boom period can all be traced back to the fact that Cindy Lauper grew up watching Captain Will Banner with her dad and, and, and wanting to incorporate him in. I mean, that's something she never did a song about wrestlers or wrestling, but she was a huge wrestling fan. And um, I, that was, you know, a tremendous thing. So that's kind of getting off the subject. Uh, but this is just a, a fun, silly little song about Captain Lou. But yeah, what's interesting is that uh, Captain Lou was such a uh, focal point for that period. But, you know, these days, you know, I'll bet you a lot of wrestling fans don't even remember who he is, you know, especially some of the younger ones. People yeah. are certainly one. But, uh, but yeah, no, the song is harmless. Captain Lou gets a little bit annoying there at the end. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's a harmless song, like you said. It's, you know, very uh, old school sound to it. Yeah. Um, you know, we two genres I found that seem to have the most songs is a lot of rap, but they seem to be just name drops. Like there's yeah. several songs that name drop Ric Flair. Yeah. There's there's Booker T by Bad Bunny. There's uh, Barry Horowitz by Action Bronson, which I found, which is just him saying, I pat myself on the back like Barry Horowitz. Right. And that's all there is. And there's not even an explanation of who Barry Horowitz is or anything. <laughs> but the other, but the other genre is like what I would call like post-punk, like late 80s, early 90s punk bands. Right. And there's a lot of them and they're all like really fast and they're like a minute long. Yeah. And um, several of these bands have whole albums devoted to wrestlers or several songs devoted to wrestlers. And we're going to talk about several of them. Uh, but one uh, to start us off is uh, uh, Cactus Jack by Anti-Scene from 1993. And they actually have several songs about ECW wrestlers, including Sabu. And this is, and from the list I found, this was kind of like their best known or their favorite song was this song about Mick Foley. And a lot of these punk songs that we're going to talk about, they sound the same to me. Yeah. I can't understand the lyrics. Uh, this song, I can understand them screaming Cactus Jack and Bang Bang. Right. And that's about all I can make out of, of, of this song. But if you think about it, there's a lot about wrestlers, especially guys like McFoley, that would appeal to these punk bands because of the idea of the, of the hardcore idea. Sure. And a lot of these bands, they had the mosh pits and people were slam dancing and all this. So you can see where, especially the ECW guys, would appeal to the post-punk sound. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, this this group, uh, Anti-Scene, like they uh, have like this vocalist, it's very grizzled vocals. He almost sounds like he could be better suited to like a metal band. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the Cactus Jack song was okay. I actually listened to the Sabu song, Leonard. I don't know if you did. But I did, yes. I liked that one better. And, uh, you know, maybe it was because the, the like the video attached to it was also pretty cool. But uh and they also have they do the uh, Joey Styles "Oh My God" in 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 that song, which I liked a lot. Uh, but yeah, I, no, you're right. A lot of these 
punk songs, you know, pretty much sound the same. They don't overstay their welcome. They're about a minute and a half, two minutes long, depending. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, you know, it's pretty, pretty standard punk overall. Yeah, it's mostly just screaming the person's name a lot. <laughs> um, now, I mentioned rap, and I know we talked we weren't be doing a lot of songs about, you know, that wrestlers done, you know, like John Cena's rap album and stuff. But this is, I think, by your personal request, Chad, to mention Be a Man by Randy Savage, which is from 2003. And my, I actually, I owned this album back in the day. I bought it and I actually have a, a, a memory. Uh, I stayed at a friend's house and it was the next, it was a Sunday morning. We were hung over. His wife is driving. We're in like this SUV. We've got the windows rolled down. We're going through a very white cul-de-sac and we're blaring be a man out the windows um, as we're driving through on a Sunday morning. Early, so like 7 a.m. I don't know if we even went to bed. We haven't been up all night drinking. I don't know. But we're blasting this song. That'll get people ready for and, Yes. And, um, you know, I'm no fan of rap music. I'm no expert in rap music. But actually, I really like this song. I think it has a good beat to it. I think the chorus is catchy. I think Savage's flow is solid. It's a diss track on Hulk Hogan. I think it hits a lot of nice zingers on Hogan. It's a guilty pleasure for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, and to mention uh, too, you know, uh, off this album, he also has Perfect Friend about Kurt Hennig. So that's about a wrestler too. But I don't like that song as much. I, I, it's slower. So I don't think his flows is good. I don't think the rhymes are as strong. But actually, Be a Man, I really like. Like, that's the song I would just listen to. Yeah. So, when, I remember when the album came out and like I kind of dismissed it, you know, because, I, you know, being a lifelong Hogan fan, you know, it kind of broke my heart that they were on the outs like they were. And so I never bought it. But then later on, when I wanted to check it out for whatever reason, it was something it was when we were with 411 Mania. So it had something to do with that. But I then realized, oh, crap, this album is really hard to find now. So it's very rare to get a physical copy of this album off the top of my head. I do not know if it, if it's on iTunes or not, but to get a physical copy of it is not easy. And I actually did eventually land a physical copy of it. Um, and you know, Savage is not the best rapper ever, but be a man is a catchy song. Yes. Um, it's the one that everybody remembers from the album. The rest of the album mm -hmm. is, is what it is. Um, but, uh, it's not associated with WWE or any wrestling organization. This was him trying something new. He was in a weird period in his life at this point. <laughs> very, very weird. We could do probably a whole post WCW Savage video about all the weird stuff he was into. Um, you know, when we talked about a lot of these bands, they just have a love for doing wrestling and wrestling music. And probably the band that I would put at the top of that list is the Mountain Goats. They have a, band, a a whole album called, but Beat the Champ is the name of the album that they have. That came out in 2015. Uh, and we're going to talk about a song from that later. Uh, but one of the, uh, their first songs about wrestling from 2008 was called Ox Baker Triumphant. And you wouldn't know it was about Ox Baker if you without the title, because he's not mentioned in the song, the right. name, or, or like that it's a wrestling show. But here's the story of this song. This song is bizarre, man. So Ox Baker's enemies make his plane crash in a swamp 
Ox Baker climbs out of the swamp. Hitch hikes a ride with a truck driver to go back to the wrestling studio, enters the wrestling studio, and then beats the crap out of all his enemies. <laughs> That's the story of this song. Not based on a true story at, at, at that all. That we know of. That we know of. Um, again, Ox Baker is one of those older wrestlers that a lot of people may not know. Huge guy, bald head, kind of a Fu Manchu mustache. And Ox Baker was actually a contestant on The Price is Right. That you is can, amazing. You can find the clip on YouTube that he, he apparently just wanted to go to The Price is Right, went to The Price is Right, <laughs> and they put him on. He was in contestants row. He got on stage. He spun the wheel, and, and, he, and he did the whole nine. And Bob Barker is just completely mesmerized by Ox the entire time and just, <laughs> and just loves him. Um, so, so, you know, definitely look up that clip and, and, you know, I, I pretty much know Ox Baker from that clip in this song. I don't know a whole lot else, uh, about him, but, um, right, we're not reading think, his matches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I think is cool about the mountain goats is they seem to like more obscure dudes or they do songs about more obscure, yeah. more obscure guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, the mountain goats like this song in particular, and a lot of their songs, I think have, have deeper meanings to them. Like, these are not superficial punk songs, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but these are not just name-dropping songs. Like, the, these songs have stories to them, and, like, even the uh, the the Ox song, like, you know, if you look at some of the comments on YouTube, they, they say that it might allude to some deeper meanings uh, from his the head singer's childhood and whatnot. Um, and, yeah, they, they, have a, they have a bunch of good songs. They're just, uh, you know, uh, like a good folksy group who you know the vocalist has you know very i want to say light vocals like he you know but they're good songs they're fun and uh you know easy to listen to i would say and you know we might as well mention you know the other one which is the what, yeah. legend of chavo guerrero yeah uh, it's the legend of chavo guerrero which is also which is also very good uh, you know so yeah I, I would recommend people go check out that album beat the champ yeah you know of 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 yeah, definitely check out Beat the Champ. And of all the songs we're talking about, The Legend of Travel Guerrero is probably my favorite because you can just feel the love of the lead singer for, for Travel Guerrero. And again, you mentioned, you know, with Ox, this is something from his childhood. This is too. He talks about, you know, as a kid, the laying in front of a TV, obviously growing up in Texas, and he's managing to get some Mexican stations and he's watching Travel Guerrero. This is senior. And just he becomes his hero and his idol and someone that he can relate to and look up to when things are bad. So there's there's your deep meaning. Yeah. And the video is very cool. Travo's in the video and Rob Cordry's in the video. Yeah. Um, it's a light and bouncy song. I mean, I can listen to this in a loop and I have. And uh, for some reason, the line about how that's why I said King of the Hill, because there's a line in this song about how he was champion of the downtrodden king of the hill tag team champion with al madrill but yeah i remember that line <laughs> and that line always made me laugh it always makes me laugh so that's where i would say king of the hill from because i was thinking of that line from the song but yeah the, if you don't know the mountain goats check them out plug to the mountain goats um see i'm kind of going in, in chronological order here's my how i've got my list set up but um 
another band that does a lot of wrestling songs is called Vader Bomb. Which is probably the best name on this list. Yes, Vader Bomb's a great name for a band, and they're another post-punk band. Uh, They have uh, songs about the Bruiser and Hawk from L.O.D., uh, I listened to the Hawk song. Did you listen and, to the one called King of the Road about the Dustin no, I did not Rhodes listen, Black I did not listen to King, King of the Road match? The artwork, no, I did not listen to that one. The artwork has the two of them on there. And I, when I saw that, I was like, all right, we're not dealing with people who just know Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair here. Like, <laughs> if they made a song called King of the Road about that uh, infamous match, then, you know, these guys are fans in my book. And I don't know if this is their logo or one of their t-shirts randomly, but one of the t-shirts or logos that I saw had in the Hogan Hulkamania font had the Vader bomb and had a picture of Vader. Yes. As, as a, in a yellow shirt, which, you know, if they ever see this, I would love to have one of those shirts. <laughs> we'll give you a shout out on the program. Shirt yeah. for a shout out. But yeah, no, I, they're a fun group. No, the songs are what they are. They're, 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 like I said, standard punk songs that we talked about before. Yeah. But just the fact that they, some of the themes that they touch on are, you know, deep cuts for wrestling fans. So Yeah, definitely. And um, the song that I found mentioned the most was JYD, which is about Junkyard yeah. Dog. And it talks about how he likes to dance with little kids and how he tragically died in a car crash in 1998. Uh, and I the line there is something like he died in a car crash in 98, which was a fucking awful fate which it is, but it's oh, comical right. the way they put it. Oh, and the last line of the song is that he's the monkey flipping junkyard dog. And I've never seen the junkyard dog do a monkey flip. I would love to see the junkyard dog do a monkey flip. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, as you mentioned, you know, of, of all the different bands we're talking about, and a lot of the songs sound the same to me. The fact that these guys have so many wrestling songs, and like you said, about like specific angles, makes them so much you know fun and i think really yeah. gives them a lot of and another group i thought was fun even though they're in the same genre was p lander z they did a song yeah, can called we, Pear- can, can we say that this is the worst song on this list <laughs> yeah yeah we could like, there's a song that- i could come up with better lyrics than we're in this song <laughs> there's a song coming up that i don't like at all but i would say technically this is the worst song on this list. <laughs> It is kind of infectious, but that's because it's so repetitive. <laughs> yeah. So it's Terry, it's called Terry Punk, and it's just it's a Japanese band. And of course, Terry Punk is a legend in Japan, maybe even more than Absolutely. the United States. And it's just them screaming, Terry Funk, Terry Punk, respect, 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 respect. That's like that's all that's all it is. It's just like they were drunk when they came up with this song for sure. Right. Like, yeah, that's you're three in the morning you've got you, you're in the recording studio because no one else is there like somebody pop on a terry funk death match and they're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i got our next hit <laughs> hey do you know how terry punk and terry funk the funk and the punk we can make that rhyme we we can make that work man <laughs> now i'm making them into stoners man we made that work i'm turning them into stoners now but yeah, not technically good song, but I found it very infectious. Like I wanted to keep listening to it. And another uh, similar band, again, we're finding a lot of these, uh, is a group called Cheap Pop. And um, they have a wrestling themed album called In Gorilla. Yeah. And they have songs about Paige, Undertaker, McFoley. I listened to the Paige song. 
but the one I was playing most uh, mentioned by them was called Daniel Bryan Danielson, which I liked because <laughs> it, it says that they knew who he was before he got to WWE. Right, I people great know their stuff. Um, but it's a female lead singer, and uh, one of the lines is, I really, really, really like your beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are these are songs that only wrestling fans will appreciate. Like, yeah. if I showed my wife Terry Punk right now and had her listen to it, like, she'd probably get mad at me for wasting those two minutes. But, yeah. but no, yeah, um, th- this group, I actually, I listened to most of the album. I almost finished it, um, but it, it was, it was, it was decent for what it was. Like, again, these songs are not long, but, uh, yeah, I remember, the, I remember the, the Daniel Bryan song, but I, the Undertaker song also was memorable, I thought. Mm. So I said we weren't going to do a lot of rap songs, but there is a rap song on here that I don't know how I found it. It was on those <laughs> YouTube rabbit holes popped up. I know I sent it to Chad when I first found it. It's called Long Limousine by Starcade. And it's from 2017. The video is better than the song. The video is 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 magnificent. Um, two things about the video: one, it's filled with like strippers who work the Tuesday afternoon shift, <laughs> and in order to show how rich they are, they got a guy in the background holding a giant stuffed fish. Yeah. It's like a mounted fish, and he's just holding it to show how rich they are. <laughs> so the video is hysterical. Definitely search that out on YouTube. But these are two guys who are basically like you know us. They grew up in the mid '80s. And they definitely love the old school NWA, Jim Crockett Promotions. And they, uh, they go by the names of Jay Crockett and T. Shivani. And uh, it's a song with a lot of name drops, but at the same time, they're incorporating the wrestlers into the lyrics. And the, the song is all about how they want to live like the Four Horsemen. And there's voice clips from Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. And there's just a whole horseman vibe through the whole thing. I will definitely say that I think Shivani's a better rapper than Crockett. I think his his flow's better. I think his rhymes are stronger. Right. Um, you know, watch the video. Like, don't don't just listen to the song. Watch the video. It's definitely a novelty. The guys know it. The all the stuff that they put in here, like they've got the old NWA title belts. Yeah. And at the end of the video, they're doing like the old bumper to commercial from nwa with that music and like you know the earth from space and i mean these these guys are and i don't think they did anything else that i could really find uh but this just seems like a labor of love like we just want to end the test of time (laughs) yes it's 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 amazing i love it we should add that they spell their name in case anybody wants to search for it s-t-a-r-c-a-d-e no two r's um because the wwe still i would assume still owns that trademark um so yeah no this song was this song was decent you know it was fun the, the video is is though is the better choice certainly so um i would definitely check that out all right so at this point i think i'm gonna hand it off to you to be the point all right start talking about some of the stuff and then um i'll give uh, my two cents so the next song we have here is uh by tom mcguire and the brass holes from 2018 it is called rick flair and you know this song this was a fun little tune i, I don't think this song is very flair like <laughs> but again the video is neat and uh you know y- you have a guy dressing up like the ultimate warrior a guy dressing up like hacksaw jim duggan and uh, of course rick flair and uh 
the, you know, it, it's a fun little harmless tune. But on top of this, I should add the playlist that I did create was it's called if you look on Spotify, it's called Ric Flair inspired songs. And I just went if you type his name into Spotify, like I had started to just add it, whatever song called Ric Flair onto this playlist. But I gave up because there's just so many rap songs. Right. Flair. And I didn't put on the songs I put on or only if they spelled his name correctly. If they spelled his name R-I-C-K, that told me that those people have no idea who Ric Flair is. And so I didn't add their song to the list. Uh, but there are countless Ric Flair songs. Ric Flair Drip um, is probably one of the more popular ones. I guess yeah. that's also like a uh, like a, a slang term to refer to maybe a, a you know a rap artist's flow i don't know i could be totally off base that's what it seems like uh the best rap song that i found called rick flair though would probably be by killer mike he's in the group run the jewels now um his that song was very good a lot of the songs either they just name drop rick flair or they'll have a recording of a rick flair promo yeah um, to, to bookend the song itself as does the one by killer mike uh, but, but yeah, there are so many out there. He is a very popular figure in uh, rap culture, and uh, it's easy to see why he, uh, you know, exuded confidence and sported fancy cars and you know pretty women and jewelry and nice suits and shoes and all that kind of stuff, which a lot of those trademarks you will find in rap videos, obviously. So, yeah, he he has his own genre, subgenre almost in 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 rap but uh what did you think anyway about the brass holes yeah well that's one reason i kind of went with this with the list i put together was because it wasn't one of the rap songs but it was also about rick flair um it's sort of that post post swing because swing came back in like in the late 90s but it's big it's brassy i like the horn work on this it's again it's another song that's fun doesn't really take itself too seriously um i like all the references uh to to flair there's some autobiographical stuff like how he was in a plane crash and he got hit by lightning i had to look that up it was apparently true he was struck by lightning <laughs> and i believe it was also in a plane uh and it's uh you know just just uh i think a good tribute to not only who rick flair was but like the attitude and the style which i think is what a lot, as you mentioned a lot of the rappers are into but it kind of does that in, in a bit of a different way and i and i like you know, I, I like crooner stuff. You know, I like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. and all this. Right. And this is kind of a through line, a modern take on that type of sound. And so I actually really enjoy this song. All right. So next we have the song Alexa Bliss by Bowling for Soup from 2020. This is pop punk, um, at, you know, a, a good pop. I actually knew this song before we even started talking about this topic. I remember the video because Alexa Bliss is in the video. And, uh, you know, it has a weird science vibe to it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good video, a solid pop punk song. Not much more I can say about it. You know, I'll watch any video that has Alexa Bliss in it. What do you think? Um, you know, I actually, I actually didn't like, I don't like this song. Um, you know, this is maybe the most famous band that we're talking about because they had a hit <laughs> uh, in 2004 with 1985. And they had a song before that, No Two, which is probably their second most well-known song, The Girl All the Bad Guys Want, which apparently is Alexa Bliss's like favorite song, and she loves this band. 
and they found out about it and then they read her wikipedia page and then they wrote a song <laughs> because this i don't it's not a good song it's it, it's just hey alexa bliss does this and alexa bliss does that and they even admit in the song we had no idea who she was but some hot chick likes us so we're gonna write a song about it <laughs> like they pretty much say that in the song uh and it does like they haven't progressed musically in 20 years like i hadn't heard anything from them since you know that time when 1985 and the girl the bad guys want came out knew both those songs this sounds exactly the same yeah most bands they they pretty much remain consistent to their sound yeah so i I didn't listen to anything else from currently from them i listened to the song and yeah i didn't particularly like it because it just felt like they were trying trying to cash in on oh hey this hot wrestling chick likes us let's do something so i didn't care for it because it again didn't seem like they were fans it was just seemed like oh let's cash in so leonard why don't you talk about the barry horowitz song because as i'm realizing it that is one song i did not get a chance to listen to yeah well i you know i just kind of mentioned that because i was looking for wrestling songs this came up and i was like somebody did a song about barry horowitz and it's not about Barry Horowitz at all. It's by uh, a guy named Action Bronson. And it starts off with a clip of like an announcer announcing Barry Horowitz. And it's just about how, you know, like a lot of rap songs are, it's the, it's the, the rapper saying how awesome they are and how great they are. And the only reference to Barry Horowitz is in the chorus. He says, I pat myself on the back like Barry Horowitz. Or something of it's something of that nature, and and that's that's it. Like it's not about Barry Horowitz; it's just him about how great he is, and the the one Barry Horowitz reference. So I don't even know what it's called, Barry Horowitz. I don't think that's a title that's going to sell a lot of albums for you. But <laughs> uh, it was fun that he, and, and again we talked about like, do you do you know or do you know? Right. And I think you know Barry Horowitz. That says, at least as a kid, he probably grew up watching wrestling. And even as a kid, too, Barry Horowitz was a total jobber. But I knew who Barry Horowitz was, and I kind of liked Barry Horowitz. You know, he had right. suspenders, and he would pat himself on the back. And, uh, I, you know, he made an impression. So, uh, I, again, my problem with a lot of these rap songs is they're just name drops. And and that right. and that's what this that's what this was. I mean, it, it was fine for what it was. I think Action Bronson is a fine rapper. Uh, of this current period um but yeah i mean it's just i pat myself on the back like barry horowitz and somebody needs to make an album all about jobbers and see how well it sells yeah like track two after barry horowitz could be iron mike sharp Mm -hmm. and then uh what's the guy's name george south george george (laughs) south would be a good one dusty wolf (laughs) all those songs somebody Mm -hmm. out there needs to get on that rusty Uh, brooks so Leonard, are we going to talk about Wimp Busters before I get to some of these other songs? <laughs> we can. I just did again. I'm 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 researching wrestling songs, and it comes up Wimp Busters by Jerry Lawler, and I'm like, see, this is one of those Elvis Speedway situations for me because you were like, this is the greatest thing ever, <laughs> and then I turned it on, and I'm like, what in the hell is this? It's the worst thing ever. It, it, it is. So it's it's a Ghostbusters parody, and I never heard of it. It says a Ghostbusters parody. It's from Memphis, so it'd have to be around you know 84, 85. And it's the exact music to Ghostbusters. It's like they just stripped the vocals off the track. It's the exact same track. 
and it's uh basically the same lyrics but just with jerry lawler saying wimp busters instead of ghostbusters and how he's going to beat up all these wimps and the music video is like a copy of the ghostbusters music video and the thing that amused me was instead of ghosts the woman in the video is being plagued by jimmy hart right you've got like this disembodied jimmy hart head coming (laughs) after her and it's hilarious so not about wrestling and then we said we were going to talk about songs that wrestlers have done that could be a different show uh but i came across this and again we do that show i just not going to mention Wimbusters. we're not going to mention Wimbusters because we already talked about it but i sent the chat with yes this is the greatest thing ever of all time and by now you should know when i say that that's me being facetious or that that's that's me just joking that well, this is not the greatest thing ever. It might not be the worst song on this list. Uh, Glenn Goes of Rasslin is uh, also a contender for worst song. Like, so here's a background uh, of what way I knew this song. If you listen to the, the podcast, Something to Wrestle with uh, Bruce Pritchard, he has, you know, parodied that song on the podcast from time to time, just kind of saying the main part of the lyrics. And so that's how I knew it. And then when I saw it on a list, I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is the same song. And then I listened to it, and this guy is not a singer. I guess he was a comic. But uh, it was it's really bad. But uh, if you want to listen to it, it's out there. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling, right? Yeah, and it, it's basically he's a like a world-class super fan, and he works in like all the world-class wrestlers. My favorite is when he mentions Mike Von Erich because it's just – and he also does the claw. Like that's the only thing about that's Mike the one Von thing Eric. The crowd pops for. <laughs> uh, it's David Von Eric. Uh, you know the the crowd though the, the video I watched he's performing it in front of a crowd and they are dead. <laughs> like just, oh okay. <laughs> so because I think the video I watched was just him doing the song and there is a part where he mentions like the late great David Von Eric and there's like a cheer but it's like the only right. cheer on the song. Well, the next song it's uh, by a band called If I Had a Hi Fi all one word there called somebody take the damn money this is probably the shortest song on the list uh another punk band and uh it's about the famous harley race promo where he offered up money for anybody that would take out rick flair they have clips of that promo playing at the beginning so if you take out that clip the song is actually only a minute long <laughs> so uh <laughs> but uh but it is what it is uh again like we uh punk and rap are the most prominent parts of this list for sure um another band uh, you know i actually liked this letter i don't know if you got a chance to listen to it it's by a band called arm cannon they uh the song is called i'm a real american sexy boy and uh basically they combine the themes hulk hogan real american and uh sean michaels uh heartbreak kid theme into one song and so they're of the vein of a band called like power glove who does like a lot of instrumentals of video game themes and whatnot. And so this band kind of does a similar thing. They have a vocalist though, and they just basically cover these wrestling themes. And, you know, it's fun. It's fun to see them combine them. Yeah. I, you know, I thought the vocals were a little bit weak and I did like the guitar work. And, you know, when, when I first saw this, I was like, Oh, it's like a mashup. But it's just a medley. It's they do song yeah. A and then they do song B, which I was thinking they were going to sing like, you know, I'm a real American over 
the Shawn Michaels theme or vice versa, something like that. Because you can find a lot of, of YouTube videos where people are taking lyrics from one song and putting them over the track of another and such forth. And so I think that would have been more fun. But, um, you know, I did I did enjoy this for for what it was. Um, and it was certainly a different take on both those songs. Well, the next song we have is probably the best band name of this list. And I thought Vader Bomb was the best name on the list. Vader Bomb's a good one, but the Secretions, like if that's not a great band name, I don't know what is. Uh, their song is called Viva La Lucha Libre. You know, another another punk song. You know, not mm-hmm. much to say other than what we've already said about yeah, we, those. It's We Love Mexican Wrestling, El Santo, Blue Demon. We love Mexican wrestling. It's all it is. Right. Did you get a chance to listen to uh, Wrestling Rock and Roll Girl, Leonard? Yes, I actually listened to, to Chad shortly before he came on the air. He sent me a handful of other songs. I didn't manage to listen to all of those before he came on the air. So, yeah, I did hear that as well. Um, to me, that's a mix of like post-punk and faux blues. You know, <laughs> yeah. like the vocals are kind of trying to do like a blues thing. Right. And it's just, uh, I got a girl and she's awesome because she loves rock and roll and she loves pro wrestling. And another song I can't say a whole lot about. <laughs> well, that's about it. Other than the uh, very cool mashup uh, Metal Injection Radio did called Love the Way You Lie, which combines uh, the Rihanna song with somebody rapping as the Iron Sheik. And... Uh, I'm taking it by your facial expression, Leonard, that you didn't get a chance to listen to that. No, I did. And I did I didn't care for it. That's my <laughs> that's my facial expression. I didn't care for it. That's uh, your please don't let him praise this. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I will be honest with you. I won't if you love something, that's cool. I did not like this because it's just it's so it it has chic sound bites yeah. over the Rhiannon song. And I don't think it's Rihanna, very- uh, Rhiannon is a song by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, this is Rihanna. Rihanna. Forgive my whiteness. <laughs> so Rihanna. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't think it's it's done very well. The incorporation of her singing and the clips. You won't see uh, this nominated the, for a the, Grammy anytime soon. No, no. The, you know, the, the rap, the, the beat was generic. You know, I thought the flow was not good by the guy who's trying to be the chic. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. Like, I like how they kind of paint the chic as like he's sad that he can't beat up B. Brian Blair, you know? <laughs> and he starts apologizing to Hulk Hogan for all the stuff he said. And then he's like, screw that. You know, you're, you're a piece of trash and so is your family. <laughs> and so kind of what the guy is saying is funny. The song itself isn't great. And I think with any novelty song, like the song has to like anything by Weird Al, like it's musically good. It's musically good and the lyrics are funny. And here, I don't think the song is musically good at all, but the lyrics are funny and the idea is funny. Right. And, uh, you know, there was another group, I guess, called the Iron Sheik. They had a couple songs, but I was not able to locate them um, because whenever I typed it into Google or YouTube, it just brought me clips of the Iron Sheik for real. So, um, yeah, I would love to hear that, though, at some point. Um, but, yeah, that uh, Leonard, do you have anything else to add before we wrap up? I mean, Leonard and I both share a love of music and wrestling, so... Yeah. This was, uh, this was a fun topic to, to tackle. And uh, like I said, we're going to have, I already have the Ric Flair playlist up, Ric Flair inspired songs on Spotify. And the other one we will, we will put up as well. 
Yeah, you know, for copyright reasons, you know, we really can't uh, play the songs here. Uh, so that's why I thought this was kind of a difficult one to do. But I encourage everyone to go listen to those. <clears throat> if you know some of the songs that we didn't mention that maybe are out there, be sure to let us know because I'm sure there's a ton more. Because yeah. again, like Chad said, when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, well, I know about like seven, eight. Right. That's enough. We can do 20 minutes on that. That's fine. And then the more I researched, the more I found. And again, we're not talking wrestling themes. We're not talking stuff like, you know, what Motorhead did, did with Triple H. You know, we're not talking about guys who had albums like John Cena's rap album. There is a ton more stuff kind of connected that we're not going to talk about. That could be another show down the road. But, you know, the number one thing I said at the start, the best songs on this list are those songs where you can tell that the artists are real fans and they're really into the wrestlers or they're really into wrestling and you can feel the love like the stuff by the mountain goats you can just feel the, the love through those songs and i the thought the love on yeah. king of the road by vader bomb i, I will i did not listen to that uh i will go back and listen to that and yeah again the one and, and the one about the the harley race belly when you're when you're doing a song about an angle like a specific angle <laughs> or a specific match from like 35, 40 years ago, that's the tip of the top hat. That's Good right. That's right. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to support Vader Bomb. I don't even know if they're still together, but they're on Bandcamp. I forgot to mention that. That's where I found all that stuff, Leonard. So if you download the okay. Bandcamp app, or if you just go to the Bandcamp website, um, all their stuff is there. Uh, I use Bandcamp for for a lot of different artists that you know might not have huge careers or signed to labels yet so the nitty-gritty uh unofficial sponsor of the week Bandcamp. that's right <laughs> yeah. um so for leonard my name is chad thank you for joining us check us out on spotify and apple podcasts and we will see you next week